Last time, we talked about tantrums and meltdowns. Today's topic has many times been known to lead to either one, and that is sharing. How do you teach sharing? How do you do it so that it's fun and effective? Join today for a look at two ways to teach sharing in ways our children can understand more easily. Before we begin, I want to thank all of you that have given reviews. Thank you, thank you. That helps me more than you know. Others, if you are appreciative of anything you've heard, the best way you can thank me is to leave a review. Let me know what you like and what you want more of. Today's review is going to be from Cheyenne. Cheyenne writes, making a bilingual mama less stressful and gives five stars. She writes, Dina Lynn is a dynamo. She makes helping your kids' language development so easy and practical. Instead of feeling overwhelmed, I now feel at ease in helping my toddlers with their language skills. Go D! (laughs) And she signs it Cheyenne Clayman from the Energize Mom podcast. Thank you, Cheyenne. I love hearing from you. And listeners, I want to tell you that I know Cheyenne. In fact, Cheyenne wrote this review on February 10th. And just a couple weeks ago, I interviewed her for this podcast, so you will be hearing from her shortly. I just have to edit a couple of big noises out of it, and then upload it, and I will be able to share the interview with you. So keep listening. You will love to hear from her. Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children, or wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated because you wish your kids could communicate their wants and needs more clearly instead of whining or yelling? Are you plagued by the feeling that you cannot meet all the needs in your family? Hey parents, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. It is possible to build strong family relationships and have boundaries that benefit kids. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I'm a mom, grandma, and speech language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you'll find solutions to get kids to listen better and build family connection, to feel confident in managing difficult behaviors, and help your kids build more language of their own. So if you are ready to communicate in ways that build deep, meaningful connection and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home, listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. see parents doing the same thing I did before I learned differently. I often see children come into the preschool setting and you mention the word share and there's an immediate scream and holler and kick and stomp and grabbing at stuff and tears. Why is this? Well, when I first tried to teach sharing to my child, it was also an explosion of frustration. What had I done? Why didn't she want to share? Oh, wait a minute. I hadn't taught her how to share. I can't say she doesn't want to share if I haven't yet taught her how to share. So when we look through your child's eyes, what does she see that sharing means? Often, we say share, and the child experiences the toy being taken away. They don't see the bigger picture that you see when you're sitting back and you are realizing that the other child had a turn and now your child is going to have a turn. Your child can't have 
that big perspective if they're two years old yet. Oftentimes, we say share, and what our child sees is we take their toy away and give it to another child. Or, we take their toy away and we keep it to ourselves. Or, they just simply lose the toy and they don't know where it goes. It seems to disappear. Hmm. If that's what sharing means, I don't want to do it either. But that's not what sharing means, and that's not what we're really trying to teach our kids. In addition to this confusion, we also tell our kids to, we're going to share a story, or let's listen as someone shares their thoughts. You can see there's confusion, because share is also a multiple meaning word. And if you really think about this, can your two-year-old really learn this fuller concept if we pair taking away from them what they're playing with and repairing it with the word share? And if we continue to pair these two things, the word share becomes a terrible thing. Therefore, let's stop and think about that word share from a little broader perspective for a little bit. The first thing I want you to think about is the word share we use as a multiple meaning word. So here's a little pro tip on the side. Whenever you have a multiple meaning word, we need to decide which meaning we will take time to teach and break it into smaller parts. So first, realize if a word is a multiple meaning word. Two, decide which meaning you want to take the time to teach. And three, break it down into smaller parts. So now let's jump back into sharing. I looked up in Webster's Dictionary to be more precise and smart about this, but that wasn't actually very helpful. So I'm going to assert that what we really want is that both children get a turn and they both allow the other child to have a turn happily. That is what I wanted anyway. And that is what I typically see that parents expect, whether it's toys on the playground or food or or anything else. So let's dissect the concept, this broader concept of sharing. And what if, then, I stopped using the word share for a little while while I'm teaching those broken down separate concepts? Concept number one is that both children get a turn. Concept number two, allow the other child a turn happily. These are the two things we want our kids to understand. I'm going to propose the building blocks of these two concepts are using the words turn-taking. And the reason that I changed that language to turn-taking, because it helps me And it helps other parents to stay in that game. Share is a big concept. But when you say turn-taking, it gives us the language right there to live it out. And here's what it looks like. It's a rapid-fire exchange, being able to celebrate between the kids. So let's say you do it with Cheerios. I take a turn, and you hand the bowl to, you know, like you've got the bowl in one hand and you take one cherry out, out and put it in your mouth and then you give the bowl to the child and you say, your turn, take one. And it becomes a game. 
and they reach in and they take one cherry and they put it in their mouth and you get to celebrate. Yay, now it's my turn. And I put it in my mouth. Yay, now it's your turn. Yay, now it's my turn. Yay. You hear that repetitive practice saying your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. The child starts to understand that they're always going to have a turn. Your language is showing them that we're going back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, and we're going to continue this. It means that they are continuously going to have a turn. And then when we, you get done or come to a natural stopping point, we celebrate again. Yay! It was fun to take turns. And then you're going to do it again with a toy that they're playing with. Maybe it's a truck you're driving around the floor. They drove a truck, and then you're going to move that truck 12 inches, not far, and then let go of it and say, it's your turn. That way, your child starts to understand turn-taking, back and forth, back and forth. Maybe you're going to roll a ball back and forth, but you're going to keep the language going. You're going to do it rapid enough for the littlest ones to continuously return to getting a turn. Your pro tip in this is that you always come back to the child for another turn. They're continuously getting another turn until they lose interest. Or sometimes we just have to decide that it's done or it's naturally done, such as there's no more cherries on the bowl. So this is the first way to teach your child what the terminology turn-taking means. When you do it with your child, then they are seeing that they are always getting a turn. So the language of turn-taking isn't threatening the way sharing has been threatening. Now, in concept number two, allowing the other person to take a turn. This does work really well with little ones too, but of course at first they're going to be and a little cry, but you just let that ride off of you because you are doing that same switching back and forth. A turn for you, a turn for you, a turn for you, a turn for you. And it works super well if you have something that you can rapidly go back and forth with. So just like you did it with Cheerios with yourself, you can also do the same thing with your two littlest ones. You can do this with one-year-olds when you have a, a, let's say you are holding the bowl of Cheerios and you are going to hand one to each child. One for you, it's your turn. One for you, it's your turn. One for you, it's your turn. As you shift back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The children start to process the language, it's your turn, and they start to see that the other person gets a turn, and you are shifting back and forth quickly enough that they see that even with children, this is true now too. Now, after you've done this a few times and turn-taking becomes fun, then you introduce the word share, not by telling them to share, but rather that when you're done turn-taking and you're done with the activity, you tell them, oh, you're a good sharer. You've shared so well. We all shared the Cheerios today. And start to drop that language on them about sharing in a really positive light so that the identification of sharing comes with 
a happy experience of turn-taking. So, in a wrap-up, how it is that you are going to teach the concept, the broad concept of sharing. You're going to sit back and remember it's a multiple meaning word, and you're going to decide which meaning that you're going to teach and break it down into smaller parts. The meaning that we're teaching today is that each child has a turn and that they're allowing the other child to have a turn happily. Or the other person, because sometimes it's you. And to dissect that apart, concept one is that you and your child are going back and forth. In The child gets a turn, and then you take a turn, and then you're rapidly repeating. It's your turn, and you're going back continuously to give another turn. That way the child is never experiencing that it's takeaway time. Rather, it's turn-taking time. You celebrate all along the way. Now, for concept number two, you're going to have two children with you. Whether they both know or not, this works when kiddos are really small, too. If you have something that you can, again, rapid fire back and forth between them so that they actually see the other child happily getting a turn, and then they happily get a turn, and the rapidity of going back and forth with them can keep everything light and happy, and they see you light and happy. The language you're using is, it's your turn, now it's your turn, now it's your turn, now it's your turn. And if you remember from earlier episodes when we are teaching language, our children need to have the same words exposed to them, you know, hundreds of times before they start using the language. So this is an opportunity for you just to pour in that language of what it is that you want them to use. And you celebrate that you had fun taking turns. So I don't want to say after three times or after one time or after 17 times. I don't want to say that because every child is different and every parent is different. When you see that your child has giggled while you're playing this game of turn taking, then you start to say, yay, we're sharing. So you reintroduce that word of share in the context of happily taking turns. And for your three-year-old that has learned that sharing means takeaway and they're sad and upset, you help them to know that sharing is turn-taking. And you can turn around their understanding of the word share to deepen and broaden and make it better. And for the littlest ones that haven't learned yet, you just go with this flow and they don't have to go down the rabbit hole of knowing that it means takeaway. So that's not what we want to teach anyway. So I hope that this is really helpful. I hope that you find a strategy in in these two concepts to, to teach with your little ones and then eventually connect it to the broader concept of share. So if these ideas resonate with you and you want more specific help, either in teaching speech or language skills or to help communicate with your child about behaviors you want changed, That is how I help parents. So keep listening and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you want more personal help or have a question you want aired on this podcast, email me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com and maybe your question will be aired soon. Thanks for joining me today. Happy parenting! 
Remember, mamas, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me through the email found below.